0: Hello ladies and gents, so Kai and myself should currently be in San Francisco, having a great time for my friend Ryan McNichol's birthday and Valentine's Day mixed into one, an interesting way of doing it because I'm away from home and I don't know if I'm going to have the internet and things, Uh, who doesn't have the internet, I thought I would release the Kevin episode, we need to talk about Kevin, (laughs) he's going to hate that, it's a really good chat, Kevin's a great guy, I don't really need to, to explain it any more than that I need to apologize maybe for the sound quality. It's a bit windy at points because we were walking up Runyon Canyon and it was hot. And surprisingly, the mic on the iPhone is incredible and it picks up even. I was holding it by our mouths and we're both sort of around six feet tall. And we can hear, you can hear the footsteps constantly. So I sort of apologize for that but think it's kind of awesome at the same time. Anyway, without further ado, here is Mr. Kevin Shen. Take a trip on the canal if you want to have fun. Hello ladies and gents, welcome to another episode of Acting Inspired, with me Lewis Goody, we're currently, I'm with Kevin Chen, walking, hiking sorry is the word we use here, um, through Runyon Canyon and we're going to do it because it's so we're going to do it out here because it's so hot and nice and lovely and get some exercise at the same time so excuse my puffing and panting <clears throat> hello Kevin hello how are hey, you Linus,
1: I'm good how are you
0: very well very well um, thank you very much for coming and doing this with me no problem um, so just to sort of give everyone an idea of who you are can you give me an idea of who you are Sure. I mean, in terms of where you're from and what you do and yeah.
1: whatever. Cool. So I grew up in Orange County, California, not too far from here. Yeah. Uh, and I, you know, I'm Asian, <laughs> <laughs> so I wasn't ever. I've always kind of like the acting world, and always wanted to be an actor. I did a lot of it, kind of when I was younger in school and stuff. And then, never really thought of it as a, well. I think from a, you know, a societal, familial perspective, I never really considered it as a professional career. So I went to undergrad, I studied computer systems engineering. Wow. Uh, yeah, big Gosh. nerd. Uh, did a degree in sociology as well. I moved out to New York and worked for a couple of years in Times Square in a giant building doing very corporate Consulting type stuff. I uh, Hated it. Yeah, I worked for a couple of years. Hated it. So I decided I'd apply to business school okay. and uh, and change career tack. So that was a little while ago. And then I went to business school for two years. Got my MBA. <clears throat> um, graduated from there and got a job out in London, working uh, in kind of a strategic perspective at a strategic capacity at a small company and it uh yeah it was also not uh, super awesome um i was made redundant and so um quote-unquote made redundant and so i thought hey you know this is a great time to pursue this acting thing so i kind of started there so your your experience of acting before that
0: sorry i can hold that if you want no it's fine um your like experience of acting before that was purely sort of i guess amateur and yeah just so in uh, school and stuff like that
1: yeah i did i mean i went to a pretty good university so we were so you had a good
0: like we had some, society some pretty good ac-
1: yeah so our our productions were pretty high quality and i took some classes there I kind of always done it but yeah it was it wasn't like formal training yeah um yeah, so actually when I was working in London I started I joined a bunch of amateur groups. Amazing. Um and I was like joining progressively better and better amateur groups and I kind of uh got my start through there. Yeah. And Yeah. So when you uh
0: was were made run, quote unquote <laughs> Um you uh what was your like first step to Making this like a professional. Okay, like a career.
1: So it was pretty interesting. I, uh, I Had... What was, my, what was my first step? So I So this is pretty interesting. So I was like, okay I'm gonna to try to meet with people or, or figure out what to do. Yeah, and I uh, <laughs> I went to the National. I was as in a play at the National it's a helicopter going above us, so i stop. I don't know how awesome the iPhone mic is. It's but... actually all right. Okay. Um, so what? You were in so it? In in I, I was watching a play at the National. Right, 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 right. Standing remotely in yeah. the Kottoslo the at the time. And, uh, and these people next to me were talking about uh, The Pillow Man by Martin McDonough, uh-huh. which is the best play in the world. One of my favorite plays. And so naturally, I decided to eavesdrop and join the conversation. <laughs> and they were both actors. And uh, one of them was starting kind of a acting workshop type resource. Right. Um, which we met weekly. It was just starting up. We, sh- we exchanged emails and um, I started going to that. And it was, g- it was called Transmission. Transmission Workshop. I don't think she does it anymore. But it ran for quite a while. And a lot of my like first... Connections were through there, but I literally—it was such a great little breeding ground for me because, like, um, great. So off that conversation, you got involved. In that <laughs> that group. conversation, yeah, and like, and it—it it set the foundation for for a lot for years to come. This was like in 2010, and uh, the co-founder of that group was um, currently the creative director of the Park Theater. Oh wow! And her husband was the artistic director, currently the artistic director, and uh, so. Like I, I like literally would go there and be like, what do I do? I got headshots. And oh, my, nice. my headshot photographer was great too. She gave me a whole list of things I should be doing as well. Oh no! Nice. And I uh, went, I would bring like my headshots this like weekly thing. And there'd be actors of like mostly people coming out of training and various degrees of experience and like got so much advice from them. And my co-producer of Yellow Face, which we'll talk about, yeah, also met her through that workshop. Um, so it was like a really great community for me when I first started. Um, they're all wonderful people, and they're doing well. And so, yeah, that was kind of my little, uh, your little step forward. Yes, it. yeah, into into learning about how to get started in acting, uh, which was really which was really nice, and it was literally off the back of a conversation in. audience at the national
0: amazing so uh i don't know if this tell me if uh you don't want to answer this question because i know it's a bit of a shitty one sometimes but like how was acting work for you what was your first did you have a professional job before doing yellow face
1: yeah so so what yeah so what was your first my first my first audition yeah look at this we're like we're this is my first time hiking Runyon Canyon, even yeah, yeah, though, like, so being around LA. we just you know. coming across this gorgeous view of the city, so... Well, when we get to the top, we'll take a snapshot. Oh, nice. Cool. <laughs> um, so my first audition was, like, this ABC primetime recurring character. Wow. Like,
0: so, wait, sorry, just to pause you for a second. Yeah. Did you... Matt, you got an agent in...
1: I got, I got an agent off the back of uh, some of the shows that I was doing.
0: With the company...
1: with the, Yeah, companies that were technically amateur, yeah, yeah. but uh, very high quality. And a lot of them were either former or currently professional actors. So, Amazing. Um, so, yeah. Uh, and, yeah, so I signed with an agent and I just started kind of auditioning. And the first one was like this, was this like pretty big role in a prime time, abc primetime time Jesus. In tv thing and uh i did really well they like shortlisted me for it and i was like oh this job's easy <laughs> um, and then uh and the second audition i had was my first job and that was a uh it was like a docudrama it was a little bit more than a it's like a dramatic narrative animal planets first foray into like dramatic narrative and so that filmed in the rainforests of India. Wow. So, like, literally my first job, I... Jesus. I <laughs> got to fly to India and... it's amazing. Play, like, a pretty nice lead in a little ABC... I mean, uh, Animal Planet documentary. Fucking hell, that's so awesome. Yeah, it was cool. And our cameraman was Bear Grylls' cameraman, so he serious? was super cool. Yeah, <laughs> it was super fun. Cool. Totally. Oh,
0: jeez. Get into the... This is like the... The yeah. tough bit of this show. This is short. when
1: you're going to, you to hear how out of shape, shape yeah, it was. Yeah, um, <laughs> you like it.
0: So, what was I, uh... You know, that like, was
1: my first job. Yeah. And then... And then it kind of quieted down a little bit. Um... And I was, like, kind of... Figuring, since I didn't go to drama school, I didn't have, like, a showcase, and I didn't have, um kind of that experience. I did think that I don't exactly remember where the decision to produce Yellow Face came. It came
0: what well, uh, was sorry, just to interrupt quickly. Yeah. Was drama school ever an option for you being in London and
1: No, cuz I was old. <laughs> I was I felt like I was, it was I was old and I had a lot of student debt already. Right. From my undergrad and my grad school. So I didn't really think I needed. Fuck. I wanted to. Yeah, this is quite a route here. I oh, know. So, um, do you do want to fly me? Ugh.
0: Um. Okay. I'm, I'm
1: trying, like, I'm pretending not to breathe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Me too. Oh yeah, we're <laughs> super in shape.
0: <laughs> um, so drama school was never an option for you. It
1: was. I mean, I, I may have thought about it, but I and I may have explored a little bit with people. Yeah. But I didn't think. You know what I did. I did do a lot of kind of private one-on-one tuition for acting and yeah. singing, um, especially and even when I was making income in my full-time job. So I took advantage of having money and doing that. Yeah. And then, basically, my first two years, I did casting director workshops like crazy. Yeah. <laughs> kind of get my name out there. Where did and you just find them on the, the internet and stuff. Um. I did them for the Actors Guild. Yep. Yeah. Um, I feel like when you're starting out acting, when you're starting out producing or anything in the biz it's kind of like hey, just meet with everyone and ask yeah. everyone for coffee and, and that's kind of how my style is even if you're not asking for anything specifically yeah. people will have advice to give or you know mention things and so yeah, I probably got a lot of resources just off of other actors stuff like that yeah oh man Oh no. <laughs> that might not have been a great idea to, uh, to continue it sounded it. like a great idea to do the podcast while we were walking <laughs> and now I'm like oh,
0: oh shit oh. well look we'll uh we'll see how we go it's not that like fast yeah no we're now. totally like we're on top of it we it's like flat now like, yeah easy. Got the, got the it's top. totally flat yeah <laughs> super easy um so then like what was it because you directed a you sorry you produced a play Yellow Face yeah which you might people at home in England might have seen at the park and at the national in the shed Um, I saw it at the shed I thought it was brilliant thanks Um, what was it what why did that need to produce something come about like
1: so it was so I was working with another director kind of at the point trying to helping him produce a little bit yeah um and part of it, part of it was like oh this is very aptly suited to my uh, very expensive business education so i might as well utilize it and see what i can do the role of producing me yeah yeah because it is effectively running a company and marketing it you know yeah so i was like well i have that skill set um part of it was like this is a great. P- I mean, like the piece itself, the timing of it. I remember there was a poster I saw for a play at the Dunmar, Yeah. And I thought there was an Asian character in it who, on the poster, looked like she was just a white girl in yellow face. Right. And I went and talked to the box office, and I was like, well, that "Poster, is that just? Is that just a white actress? Just kind of painted up?" And they're like, "Yeah." <laughs> so that's not really so I, so, so I was like, mm. and I had known about this play Yellow Face. It was playing when I was in business school in New York. Yeah. And David Henry Kwong is a very well-known playwright. Yeah. Especially amongst the Asian-American community. Uh huh. So I kind of thought about being like, there should be done in London. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then I was producing this other, kind of, I was getting some producing experience. I was like, this is very doable.
0: So... Can you tell us a little bit just for, in case anyone didn't see
1: it or doesn't know uh, of the what? play? How would you not know that? Uh, well, <laughs> I'm just kidding. I didn't know about it before Just kidding, I guys. Uh. I totally understand. Um, yeah, so it is a uh, pseudo-autobiographical pseudo-autobi- play written by David Henry Huang, who is a multiple Tony Award-nominated Tony Award-winning playwright, Pulitzer, uh, Yellow Yellowface itself is a Pulitzer Prize-finalist play. Um, uh, David's best work is like M Butterfly. Yeah. And he led the protests in New York in 1989 when Miss Saigon transferred over with Jonathan Fe- Price playing the lead. Yeah. Um, where they kind of taped up his eyes and effectively put him in Yellow Face. And it's a an, uh, comedy that deals with race and identity. And it's basically David Henry Wong leading the protests, and then writing a play in protest called Face Value, which he actually did, which flopped on Broadway in the early 90s. And in Yellow Face, he casts a white actor in his play, Face Value, thinking that he's half Asian. Um, And then when he finds out that he's not, he tries to cover the fact, and mayhem ensues, but Marcus, who's the white guy, becomes this huge proponent for the Asian American community, whereas David is like, no, I'm not dealing with this crap. So then it becomes this question of, well, what does race actually mean? Who's doing more for the community? Does it matter? Can, you know, race playing different races? It's a really interesting and relevant topic, I think, to yeah. today's uh, you know, climate. Absolutely, yeah. So- yeah, so it was like a piece that I was aware of that I hadn't actually read when I decided that I wanted to do it. Um, but I knew what it was about thematically. And so it was inspired by that, seeing that fucking poster. Yeah, I think that was kind of the first like instigation of being like, and like just moving to, I mean London has gotten so much better in the last seven years since I've been there, but like yeah, when I first moved there it was like... Oh my gosh, moving to London is like moving back to America in the eighties. <laughs> really? Yeah, it was so Do, do you mind saying feeling? when that is? Um, when that was, sorry? That was like 2007 ish like Fuck, it was that bad. Yeah, it was just like, oh my gosh, like the amount of people who are knee minding me on the streets You're and like serious. asking what my real name is. It was like yeah, it was it was like what? Um so I thought it would be an important, relevant play. Yeah. And I thought I had the skill set for it. And I kind of had this vehicle because I was working with this director guy. Yeah. So, yeah, I decided to go for it. And I, and I was like, as an actor who didn't train, it would be great to have some kind of a showcase Yeah. to get myself known a little bit more. So, together with a another actor actress from, uh, from, the workshops that I had met, her yeah. name's Lucy Fenton, she is awesome. Yeah. Um, we were both kind of late career changers, actors, right. and so we uh, kind of combined forces and decided to produce a play. Fucking
0: okay, no. hell.
1: Yeah, and it went really well.
0: Yeah, so, uh, oh jeez, we made it.
1: We made it, is this a top order?
0: Okay, so we're back. We we're just back. took our snapshot. It was awesome, guys. We all missed out. It was beautiful. Yeah. Um, so we got to Yellowface and so, talking yeah. about that. And and so, what was it like? Like your first time producing something? Was it? It was. was it so a very
1: difficult thing to do. It was super difficult, and it was. But it was also like, um, so, I think this is where being American is very helpful in being in London because, it, like. I think Americans have much more of a just talk to people and ask for things and be be much more like willing to pick up a phone and call someone uh mentality um and so it was kind of like so so this is this is a key element to uh to my producing career and you will notice a trend <laughs> I, I was outside this other Pl- I went to go see uh, if I could get tickets for a show at this other playhouse, yeah, and I, um, the box office wasn't open, uh, but there was a guy there uh, named Tim Tim Johansson, who is a very good friend of mine now, uh, and he was producing a play, and they were doing an open dress, <coughs> and he was like, uh, I don't know anything about the box office, but you want to come to this open dress? And I was like, yeah. You didn't know him at all? I had no idea. He was, he was in the box office, and I was in the box office, and I think he was trying to gather an audience. Right. Um, and I was like, yeah, sure. So I went and saw this play, Port Authority, at the South Palace by Connor McPherson. Uh huh. Very good. And uh, and afterwards, I was like, so what's your deal? And he was like, oh, I produced it. And I was like, oh, I'm thinking about producing a play. <laughs> Can we meet for coffee? He's he was like, yeah. And, like, Tim has become one of my, like he was basically my producing mentor uh, for all of Yellow Face and uh, and we hired him to general manager the show when we transferred to the national Um, so it was super I mean like and from that point on and we're not even that but but like from the whole like producing part it was literally just emailing people I say literally a lot don't I I (laughs) I said that the other day I was like I literally say literally all the time (laughs) um but I would just email people and be like, Hey, can, can we meet? Can I pick your brains about how to produce or how to program? So I met with, we actually, Lucy and I met with artistic directors of a lot of the theater, the big theaters in, in London. Wow. Yeah, people are totally open to... Helping out new producers. Yeah, and is that just from um, picking
0: up the phone and going straight yeah, to it?
1: sending emails, cold emails? Um I mean if I could drop a name I would. Yeah. Like if someone had recommended that I contacted someone, then I would totally just drop the name. Yeah. Um and they were always like, Oh yeah, just say that I recommended me you get in touch and then I'd be like, Oh, so and so says that you might be willing to talk to us and then they'd always be like, Yeah. Sometimes it took a little, you know. Hassling. Sometimes it's like a lot of following up, but like yeah. we met with some like <laughs> like big guns. But I've never met as an actor, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and and people were super helpful. Um, and yeah, and like you know the with my kind of business background and like uh, so so I was telling you the other day like having the business background, I think is not only from like a knowledge content perspective. Yeah, it's also from. <laughs> Like an entitlement perspective, yeah. Which is, I mean, in the whole like world of, you know, we talk about white privilege and class privilege. Like it's very like like a class privilege type thing, I guess. Yeah. Where you have, where you have a very, you know, solid education, and then it gives you this confidence to be like, oh, I'm entitled to do whatever I want in the world. Yeah. Um, and I think having that is nice to be able to be like, oh, I can email these artistic directors and feel absolutely confident doing that. You know. Yeah. Um, so I mean that's I think it goes with the americanism of it as well.
0: Yeah, but you're right. I mean like I I'm guilty of you know not Giving myself any entitlement whatsoever, and right. which you know, as I've experienced in my life as an actor, especially, does not help me one bit,
1: right? But, you know, it's it's <laughs> not necessarily a great thing, you know, because it kind of makes me a jerk sometimes, self aware, self aware, but you know, you know, uh, but yeah, so it, it was, it was, it was a, it was a but. Actually producing, first time producing and acting was so... We were pitching it, and uh, we had a really hard time pitching it as a first time pair of producer-actors who were yeah. both in the show and producing it. And so Lucy was like, well, I'll step back and and um, and produce this play, uh, like take a solely producing role, and I would be doing... Both. You would? No, Lucy. Oh. So Lucy was only producing Yellow Face, and I yes. was in it and producing yes. it. So, yes, And uh, And even with that, it was... We were just it was like a year first of all before like even you know looked like it was going to get a venue. Yeah. And then um, once it started it was like during the rehearsals it was like 10 to 6 rehearsing and then 6 to 2 producing like it was wow. insanity and my performance was suffering and it was it was it was tough but it was eh, worth it I thought. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, so we're next. But, Go was, ahead.
0: Was your... Because you mentioned this the other day when mm-hmm. we first met. Uh, your... Yeah, t- touch on that a bit more. The, the, yeah. So your performance was suffering. <laughs>
1: yeah. So, <laughs> was, so, is that okay? Or? So so the whole... Like, my, my whole point of this production was, like, I need to showcase myself as a competent actor. Yeah. Um, and, and, like, although it's kind of a vanity project because I'm taking this incredible role for... An Asian American male and having no professional theater experience, just gonna do it. Um, um, I decided that yeah, yeah. But then it was also like very much when we hired a director. When I, you know, I was talking to the director, it was like, you have to make sure that I do not suck, please, because it's gonna look so bad when I'm like, oh, I produced this play for myself and I'm terrible. Um, and, uh, so, like, a few days before our dress rehearsals, he comes, he pulls me aside, and he's like, Kevin, you told me to tell you if you were terrible, and you are. <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> You're really bad right now. Oh, there's lots of, so, a, yeah, so yeah. you need to stop doing all your producing stuff. And he called my co-producer, was like, Kevin's not allowed to do any more producing stuff until we open. Um, uh, and no, it was good, because it, like, you know, having not done the professional like theater and having not been in like and not gone to drama school and kind of not had that environment that wasn't it was like um just really helpful in terms of like how serious you need to take things yeah um and how it is like your job and it's not just like a hobby anymore right yeah um so you know i think it was super helpful and um it was it was it was a blow, though, yeah, confidence-wise. It was like, oh, God, oh, no. Um, but he was a great director, and, you know, I think it came together uh, all right. And I think um, even just, like, the from the from the productions at the park to the production at the National, I feel like I, I just improved significantly as well. So I think those were just two different performances. Um you know, and, I thought you did a very good job Thanks a lot But I think, I mean, this is a, a point that I harp on a lot in my diversity talks Is really like, you get a lot of this stuff A lot of people being like Oh, there just aren't enough good Asian actors There just aren't enough good minority actors and And it's tough because if all we're doing is playing, you know Chinese takeaway man number three and having like three lines, like it's really hard to improve your craft. Yeah, if you're not working on good, meaty rolls regularly, you know. Yeah, um, and so I know. <laughs> it's just a little like digression. Yeah, no. Well, actually,
0: diversity. I didn't hadn't <clears throat> thought to touch on this much yeah. because I was trying to focus on your journey, but doing that has. You do do a lot with that sort of side of things, don't you? Yeah,
1: I do talk a lot about it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Is it all talk? Um, <laughs> now, I, I mean, I think the produ- the producing thing was very big. It was also, well, I mean, clearly it came from this, um, you know, this impetus of seeing the racism in in London. We're thinking Yellowface was was important, <clears throat> and uh, to to show as a piece, yeah. right? And so I think, you know, my part was, well, let me produce this play and let me cast this play. So my co-producer, Lucy, is, you know, a woman in her 30s, which is also a very uh, difficult demographic. You know, once you're past a certain age as a woman, yeah. we know the gen- gender imbalance is, you know, just as terrible, uh, you know, in the current climate. Mm-hmm. And so our goal as a, as a production company is to produce work that... Uh, you know, has either a, a racial or a feminist bent, um, and then to cast it in as gender and race blind way as we can. Yeah, which Yellowface was a perfect piece because it was seven actors, um, five of which are multi-rolling. Yeah, right. And so yeah, you yeah. can just cast across the board, um, and it was written with a uh, originally written with a 5-2 male-female gender split, mm-hmm. and so we took the main villain, if you remember the reporter, announcer reporter, yeah. is based on an actual uh, person, a yeah. uh, reporter, uh, and he's actually, he's a male, he's originally written as a male, and we flipped it to a female. Cool. Um, and also like a, you know, a, a female of a certain age, right? Like in the 30s, you know, yeah. 30s up. Um, and so uh, that was really important to us And to take these kind of pieces where we can take the race And cast minorities And we could take the genders and cast women um, Where it's not, you know, thematically paramount to the script Yeah um, So yeah, that's And so we try to do a lot of work in, in that And so I do talk about it a lot And I, I a lot of people There is a lot of talk And it's really important to kind of to kind of have some action behind it and so i think producing for me is my contribution to try to create opportunity and also yeah create message um so that's, that's yeah fantastic
0: and in, in in coming off of the back of that what what is what's next
1: so we've got rights to another play so the next play will be lucy's starring role yeah uh and i will be in a producing role uh-huh. um and uh, it's uh, currently the play that we're looking at, which is the rights to, is a new American piece that tackles uh, gender, the gender issue, uh, and the issues that women have to deal with in terms of, um, you know, parenthood, motherhood, and, um, and, also, and also has some kind of racial elements to it as well. I think it's, a, it's an exciting piece, and it's still in its early stages, so I can't say too much about it. But, yeah, fair um, enough. You know, hopefully it'll come up. Very yeah, good. Year or so.
0: Yeah, at least something is happening. Yeah. Still, it's not. Yeah, due, it wasn't yeah, yeah. just like a one. No, it's not a, thing. not a
1: one-time thing. What's the name of your production company? Oh yeah, yeah good call. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's called Special Relationship Productions. Special relationship, which is uh, which is because I'm American and she's British. Nice. So it's, you know, this is where we took it. Our, yeah. We took a little picture of the Churchill Roosevelt statue and made it our little image. Nice. Uh, but that's yeah. So you know, we had kind of. The goal of um, both the the gender, race kind of theme, and we try to. We also think it would be really exciting to kind of bring more American stuff over, yeah. and Vice versa, and if we could you know, get to the point where we can bring British work to America, yeah, that's a nice little goal as well. I'll Absolutely, know. it's a tough one. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we're well. yet to figure out how to produce in America.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. That's your next job.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly.
0: So that's amazing, and what what a. What a Fascinating, like journey that you've had, and yeah. like, and I, I have huge admiration for oh, you thanks. know the work that you've put into it and what I have you've huge got admiration from. for you. Oh, and thank the you, work you put into your podcast. <laughs> thank you very much. Um, so, just to sort of jump back almost to the beginning again, Great. like, what what is your what's your feeling about sort of being an American? actor can move to london exactly and now coming back here for for pilot season like how is that does that make it easier for you or more Um, difficult or what
1: so i think just i mean i think in the acting world there are so many people right and so any niche that any you know usp that you can use is a good thing right so in in london i do have i do have much more distinct usp in that i am both american and asian yeah so uh, I could use both of those to my advantage. Uh, was when I first, you know, when I first started, I was going for Asian, Chinese, or Asian American roles. I was putting on the accent, whatever, you know. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> and now it's gotten to the point in uh, in London where I actually I do go for a lot of non-race specific stuff, which is nice. Nice. Um, yeah, it's it's really it's really great. Uh, but so the goal was kind of like so I. So I stayed in. Everyone asks me when I'm like I'm an actor in London. They're like, Oh, you're from LA. Why don't you go to LA? Yeah. yeah, And uh, so I stayed after I I separated with my job um, back in the day. I was on a really. It was like the, the lost Atlantis lost continent of Atlantis visa, and people say. It, it's like the it was this incredible visa that doesn't exist anymore. It's impossible to it's impossible to to get. And so it, it allowed me to stay in the country doing whatever I wanted to, including acting. Um uh as long as I made a certain amount of money. <clears throat> and so I was like, Well I'm on this visa, I'm just gonna stick around then and not give it up. Um, and so I, I just stayed in London. That was kind of one of the main reasons why I stayed in London. Yeah. And also it was like, well, I'd already kind of started making like, connections. And, and so I was like, well, I've kind of started building this network. So let's just see what I can do with my acting career in London. Um, and then if I could get some credits there, I could bring them to L.A. And I wouldn't have to start from scratch as one of the quarter of a million actors who are in the city. Yeah. Who just keep coming in every day and i mean it's it's the scale of la in terms of actors it just blows london out of the water yeah i know no, like, right? every other person i meet yeah. is an everyone's actor. an actor and like like it seems like everyone is no one has been in london in la for more than a year yeah, yeah like everyone's in their first year here um everyone's just moved from like podunk ohio to come and you know become a movie star. <laughs> And you're just like, everyone is an actor trying to get an agent, trying to get, you know, whatever. And that was that was not a game that I wanted to play again, really. Yeah. And I kind of am, I guess. At the <laughs> um, <laughs> but, like, so I didn't... I was like, well, hopefully with some credits in London I'll be able to come down and and get, you know, representation and, and then have a little bit more... Uh, a little bit more cachet. Um, I probably should have waited another year. Um, Why? Just I, <laughs> I feel like my credits are. I feel like I have some good credits, but they're not. Um, I have a couple films that are that are coming out that I think will be, will be hopefully pretty buzzy, but right. um, nobody's heard of me yet because they're not out. And uh, and you know you kind of think, hey, this awesome director will be recognized and and make my credits look better, but like. When you're talking about movies, like who knows how a big a part is, whatever. So I don't know. Uh, I think I've been having a hard time kind of pitching myself as anything, as anything, you know, uh, like super established in London, you know, which I'm not. But and is... Uh, do you think that's necessary for you here? Well, I think it would make life easier. Well, yeah. I, I think I think since I want to kind of come in at not the, I I would like to come in at kind of the level where I am at London. Yeah. <laughs> um and I think that's very difficult. Um, so, yeah. And, like, by nature, I'm very kind of proactive and, like, really kind of... Yeah, I mean, you're doing... Like, hardcore about it. And so... so it's, here. it's tough to... Yeah, it's it's tough when, like, you feel like all you can do is sit and wait for your rep to call. Yeah,
0: but you're not um, doing that. You're out doing things and, yeah. like, experience... Like, the reason I went to that class the other
1: night is because yeah, you were going yeah, to these yeah. audits I and was, you're... I'm like, well, let's see your... what resources LA has to offer. Let's try to meet some people. Let's see what kind of, uh, you know, what the what the landscape's like. So yeah, I've been I'm trying to I go to casting director workshops, meet some casting directors. Uh, I try to meet with my friends, filmmakers, author uh, actors. Um, doing your UCB. Doing course. my class at UCB. Um, so yeah, you know, I, I was telling you the other day that we don't feel like shit that was the the girl that just walked by us she was just like oh my god it feels like shit and so i don't know if you caught that i hope you did yeah yeah um uh yeah i was just saying like i'm kind of here so even if i'm i'm like i'm getting a few auditions and mostly like some tapes from a manager and um i haven't actually gone in for anything and i think i'm not i think it's at the phase where they're not where they're not um I'm not enough of a name for them to call me in for any leads. Yeah. And I'm kind of banking on the fact that, uh, like, I am still part of a uh, quite a niche. I'm still, a, I'm still a, a niche segment here. Yeah. Uh, I think Asian. Although there are a lot more Asian Americans. Yeah. Uh, especially Asian American they're still kind of like everything you read. They're still kind of difficult to, to cast, I guess. And yeah. So still banking on that fact a little bit yeah um hasn't really done too much for me but um god I digress a lot Um, no no
0: it's good it's like it's all on the right path what was I saying
1: um so yeah so so you know I'm I'm just kind of trying to do stuff while I'm here yeah and
0: it's well it seems good I mean you've you've certainly given me a a certain positivity yeah, in and... what I was saying yeah, I go was on. saying
1: I was saying I was saying a couple of days it's like well I'm here and since I'm not auditioning that much but I'm like here for my acting career Yeah. so I feel like it's kind of like this acting retreat where I don't have any of the commitments that I do in London um, I don't know as many people so I'm literally just like doing things to progress my acting career whether it's classes or skills or uh, getting in shape or um, you know, filming short films or working on scenes with director friends or um, that kind of stuff. Um, So, yeah, so I'm like, so this trip, even though I'm not auditioning as much as I would like to be auditioning at the moment, hopefully it will pick up, uh, I still feel like it's a work trip. And so I wanted to use it to, you know, build my career.
0: Amazing. That's awesome, dude, and we've like just about come to the end of the trek. Yeah. Trek. These trail. Do all your podcasts. I know. So it's good. Yeah. Yeah. It's a great time limit for it as well. Oh, yeah. Um, just to round it up, like, what? Um, where can people sort of? Is there like a website for the production company, or where? Yeah, c- where yeah. can people special, keep up to date?
1: specialrelationshipproductions.com com, I believe. Yeah. Um, great. Uh, you could email that info at specialrelationshipproductions.com dot com if you want to get on there. The mailing list, yeah. Um, because there's there's a mailing list. There's actually not. Amazing. Yeah, there's not really. Oh, we so say not. there is, but I don't think we've ever <laughs> done There it. will be. There will be. There will be. You know <laughs> the influx of e- that e- emails that are gonna come in. Um, yeah, you can hit me up on Twitter. Yep. Which at is K Shen. Yep. K S H E N. And uh, yeah. <laughs> and just hang out if you're in LA be like hey what's up let's hang out and I'll be like yeah cool let's do it
0: yeah he's very good at that Kevin is down for going for coffee and expensive Italian food an
1: expensive Italian food
0: (laughs) which I can't eat because it's laced with nuts it's
1: laced with nuts so I tried to kill Lewis the first time I met him um I failed. Oh, dude. Well, maybe next time. Next time. Next time. Kevin. I will bring my <laughs> nut injecting pen.
0: <laughs> Thank you so much for doing this with me on this lovely day in no this
1: uh, Runyon Canyon. Thanks for introducing me to Runyon Canyon.
0: <laughs> no problem. It feels strange that I introduced it to you. but yeah, uh, Totally. Oh, yeah. <laughs> cool, man. Thanks very much.
1: No worries. Thank you.
0: Sweet. That was fun. That were fun, weren't it? Very, very nice of Kevin to come and chat with me. We had a great walk. We were knackered. Well, we weren't knackered. It wasn't that bad, but it's just that incline is intense. Um, but yeah, he's a he's a great dude. Wonderful and admiring work that he's done with producing his own show and making the move from being a sort of businessy kind of guy in the city to an actor and a very productive actor. Um, and I hope that inspires all of you as much as it has me. Thank you so much, Kevin. See you guys soon. Big love. Peace. A light, gay and easy, whatever may come. Take a trip on the if you want to have fun. Mm, 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 mm.